It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome to the Wednesday, September 23rd edition of the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Paul Boyd, Rick Fires, and down in the River Valley, Leland Barclay. Henry Apple is on the pup list again this week. He thought he was going to be off, and, and uh, now he's back on the pup list. Sidelined. Side Sidelined. There we, you go. we got to get that boy well, don't we? We do. We do. We do. Uh, but anyway, um, that's where we are today. Now, boys, i got to tell you, if I could bottle up this weather – and keep it all oh, perfect. It's it's perfect. It absolutely is perfect. And you can tell you can tell by the way the sun is. It, it's it's fall. It's got that different look to it, different feel to it. Everything's kind of got a little bit of a golden color to it. The leaves are starting to starting change to a little bit. It's starting to be pretty. Yeah, it's crisp. Yeah. The weather is crisp. You're not like during summer. Soon you stay. You're sweating. Gnats all over you. I haven't had a gnat on me in like a week. Are you sure? Uh, I Mate. haven't checked everywhere. <laughs> But see, Leland doesn't like. Leland likes it ninety degrees. He he loves that ninety five. The hotter, well, the, the well, more hotter. Down in River Valley, we're here in the hills. <laughs> bah, bah humbug! Hey. Give me the sun. I'll take the gnats with the ninety five degree weather. And there the you sweat. go. Ah, see, I always knew there's something. It. Always, always knew something. There's there something wrong with Leland. That that uh, <laughs> that confirms it right there. That's it. That's it. So Leland, we're going to start. Uh, we're going to recap a few of the games that we had played. Now, keep in mind, last week was a little bit of a lighter schedule. Uh, because it's the final week of non-conference. Slim and mo- pickings. Kind of slim pickings, and a lot of teams wanted to take that week off before they go into conference play, and that's understandable. Heal up some bumps and bruises from the first three weeks and then go into conference play. But not everybody took that approach. And the first game we're going to talk about is that crazy wild game that Rick Fires went to, he and Henry went to, Northside at Springdale Harbor, 63-56. Wait a minute, I think Northside just scored again. No, still 63-56. Oh, my goodness, up and down. You know, I try to do a play-by-play, but, you know, about midway through the first half, I, t- I said, Henry, I can't do this. I can't keep up with this. Of course, he does it. He's meticulous about it. He's like Leland. He does a great job. And it's amazing how he did the video, the game story, the stats. I mean, there was no let-up in that game. For up and down, back and forth. And, and I said, man, somebody's got to make a defensive play. And finally, uh, Northside did. They intercepted two passes there in the fourth quarter, and that kind of slowed the momentum. And then Walter Katsavitz. Is Walker, that how you? Walker. Walker. Yeah, like Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, yeah. yeah. And he is a fantastic athlete. He was, you know, former receiver. He is now a quarterback, and he directed that team. Of course, he had a lot of help. I mean, that running game for Northside oh, is spectacular with the Sunquist Church yes. and Ty uh, Massey. Yes. And, but, what I mean, he – now, be careful. I'm not saying he's, you know, like the, Matt Jones, but he's tall, long-legged, and he wears the towel in the back. And I just have flashbacks of Matt Jones running around making all these plays, and Walker did that tremendously. And they escaped with that with that win right there. Tremendous win for Northside, who is undefeated, three and zero. And they're hosting Bryant Friday night in what's going to be the conference, the seven A Central Conference opener. Woo. And Bryant coming off a loss. And Leland, what was that? Thirty two in a row. They had won thirty two games in a row. Yes, thirty two straight. Thirty two yes. straight. So the longest winning streak in the state ended. 
uh, Friday night. Now, now Ended Bryant, out, of, out of state. Out of state. Bryant, no, no shame no, no in this shame. loss. No Longview, shame. Texas. Listen, I'm from yeah. there, uh, that close to that area. The Lobos, that's some ser- serious football played right there. Absolutely. And props to Bryant for going down there and taking on the Lobos down at Lobo Stadium. You know, the g- good props to them. Longview won, but it was a close game. Um, you know what? You said that Lloyd Phillips is from Longview. Yes, sir. And I remember him, former Fred Razorback Talley. great. Fred yeah, Talley. Fred Talley. Yes. That is good football. No shame in there. But let me ask you, Leland, has Northside got a chance in this game? Well, I think they do because of their running game. Oh, um, good. You know, I went by and talked to, uh, you know, Coach Fleur yesterday, talked to Coach Curry about his defense. You know, like you said, in the Harbor game, they got three turnovers in the fourth quarter. Now, granted, one of them was the fumble rec- recovery on the hook and lateral yes. that Harbor did at the Thank end you, of the Lee. game. Thank but still, you. Thank but, you. <laughs> but still, three turnovers in the fourth quarter, two interceptions. Of course, that was key. Um, and Harbor had been I, doing a good job up until do. then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Rick, you and I talked about this, uh, you know, on our show that we did, the, the preview that, you know, the preview show we did. Live. That, live. That it, <laughs> he's got that part down. Uh, but, but we knew it was going to be a good, we figured it would be a good game. Yep. We knew Harbor was kind of, you know, hurting a little bit after that 0-2 start. Yeah. Uh, of course, now they're 0-3. But, you know, they took Northside to the wire. You know, I mean, it, it was a good game. And uh, Harbor did clean up some of its turnovers. They're yep. still yep. making those mistakes, but they cleaned yeah, up some and, of them. Yeah, for about over three quarters, they didn't have those mistakes, and then it kind of bit them late there. Yeah, uh, but this is just more proof as, as if you need it. Northside's win over Greenwood convinced me they were a good team, and I think Harbor's a good team. I, think, I do, too. I think they're they a pretty are. good team. And so, uh, but Northside's legit, and uh, and Rick, I, I, Leland said this, and I'll say it to you, I, I absolutely think Northside has a chance against Bryant. Well, I'll be looking forward to reading about that. You got that game, Leland? I do. I mean, I just I think it's a good game, and not just because Bryant may be down a little from what they what they have been, and they are. I mean, they lost a tremendous oh, they did. Yeah. senior class last week, and including a great, and a great leader in their quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just it's hard to overcome that uh, because I don't know if I'd say that they're on the level of reloading every year instead of you know regrouping some I, I don't think they're to that level yet and it's hard to be at that level on the 7a classification it is because somebody else is always waiting in the wings right and and Northside may be one of those teams and I'm sure not going to count out Harbor their 0 and 3 record is the most misleading 0 and 3 maybe ever well the three teams they've lost to are a combined nine and one correct and that's because Longview, you know, is three and one. Right. Uh, and what is that howl that they do? Because I watched them. The that wolf. Lobo. That's, that's the wo- Lobo wolf. That's the howl that they do. The Lobos. <laughs> yeah. That's what a Lobo well, is. That, is a wolf. Yeah. Th- that in itself is kind of intimidating. Yeah. Well, Longview has got a long, long, long tradition of great football in East Texas. James Street was from Longview. Lloyd Phillips yes. and his brother both from Longview. Yep. Uh, Fred Talley from Longview. Um, you know, it's it's great tradition in that little pocket of East Texas right there where you have Carthage, Longview, Marshall, Odell Beckham Sr. played at Marshall High School. Oh, yes. wow. Yes, wow. exactly. And then you have White Oak, which is basically Longview, where Max McGee played. How about Malakoff? 
they're right in there too. So uh, <laughs> it's anyway. chips out on yeah, the modern. Yeah, absolutely. So anyway, uh, good football there. Good uh, props to Bryant for going down there. Um, I remember a few years ago, Leland and I covered a game over at Southside in which Marshall came in and played over there at Southside. This was about this was about 1999, I think, maybe 2000. Marshall came in, and when Southside band struck up Dixie for their fight song, which at the time was their fight song, that certainly got the Marshall kids' attention. Where we landed? Where we at? Uh, but anyway, I, I love to see our teams in Arkansas step outside the state and play yep. Sand Springs, Oklahoma, and 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 Rockhurst, you know, Kansas City, and yep. and and all of that. Love Marsh. Uh, uh, Harbor played. Uh, Harbor went down, and played McKinney. Uh, Mansfield, Texas came up and played Bentonville West. I love. I just love that. Yeah, love it. Love it. And uh, if you remember last year, it was Bryant that played that Deion Sanders' sons team. Uh, that the uh, something I can't remember Trinity Trinity Christian Academy I think or something like that. That sounds good. Yeah, um, and they that's who Bryant played last year in, in that week three, and then this year they played Longview. So, well, you don't get any better playing Chester. Nope. You need you need to play that type team. Now so, Winslow, if you played them, see that's <laughs> stepping it up. But, no, but I love I, I love me some squirrels. <laughs> I guarantee you. But the good thing about it, now now we're starting over, starting all over again. Nothing matters. That now. used to be a old uh, R and B song. We're exactly. starting all over. Starting again. all over. There you go. So well, let's I, go. Etch a sketch. We're picking it up and shaking it. There you go. All right. So and and what a chance Harbor has this week, Rick. They're zero and three. What a chance they have to make a statement by hosting Bentonville in the first seven A West opener. Absolutely. That's not a given. I mean, uh, Bentonville had some mistakes. I think they cleaned it up last week or the last time they played. They did. But, uh, you know. um, Harbor's capable. uh, They're very capable. Yeah. They just got to come up with some stuff. They do. My goodness. I mean, I I love their quarterback, Buchanan, and they got some receivers. But, man, uh, I think I pointed this out in my column. Defense still matters even in 2021. You got. To come up with some stops it on does. defense. It does. So that was the big game up here. Was That was one of the big games. Now, Leland, you were at the Franklin County Feud. Woohoo! Ozark over at Ozark. My first question is, did you get you some Rivertown barbecue? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Okay. Including, then. including ribs. Oh. <laughs> did they have, is that what they had catered or did you go before the game? No, they had that in the press box. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, See, goodness. I'm jealous already. I just, uh, wow. I, I would have missed the first half because I'd had to take a nap after eating all yeah. that. Well, you'd had barbecue sauce all over your stats, well, too. The, yeah, so. that, uh, that's a given. Yeah, that's, that's a, a given. given. Um, so, so that was a – and then, Leland, that was a great game, too. 31-28, uh, Char- uh, Charleston wins it in a walk-off, basically, with 23 seconds left. A, a walk-off? A, a walk-off. Uh, we're using walk, baseball, terminology for football. I'm I'm running this show. We can say what we're <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what well, well, run- Okay, happened. we had a runoff. How about okay. that? A runoff. Runoff. Right. Uh, so Leland, tell us what happened at the end of that game. Well, it, it was a pretty mild game, a calm game, a normal game through three quarters, and then in the fourth quarter alone, the two teams combined for 42 offensive plays for 334 yards and five touchdowns. And it was kind of like the Harbor Northside game, back and forth, back and forth, and back and forth. uh, Hey, hey, Leland, let Rick give you some sound effects. How does it go when it's back and forth? I I can't (laughs) do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Pew, 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 pew. pew. (laughs) Pew. 
<laughs> That's the fireworks from Caraway Fourth of July. Remember That's right. that? I did. Yeah. There we go. All right, go ahead, Leland. And it ended up kind of like the Harbor Northside game. Uh, you know, Brandon Scott rolled to his right. He was flushed out of the pocket. Heck of a threw player. back yeah. toward the middle of the field to Reese Mariska. I'm glad Leland had to the, say that name. Caught the, yep. caught the pass and uh, converted a, uh, you know, a 53-yard touchdown with 23 seconds left. And his older brother, Ransom Mariska, I like uh, was a senior team. on the team. And, I like uh, Reese better. Reese Mariska. I like that. Yeah. I'll like take the other one. I ordered, the, I ordered that same thing for lunch. One. Yeah, I ordered that same thing for lunch the other day. A Reese Mariska. Uh, that was sauerkraut on it? No, it's got a little bit of vodka and, and oh, orange. Yeah. Man, I like me some <laughs> orange juice. And I knew other that stuff. gets your attention. Yeah. So that was a great game, Leland. It was, uh, of course, Charleston and Ozark. They love to play. I mean, they go at it down there. And uh, this one was no different. Leland predicted as much. Um, in his Friday, you know, uh, pre, you know, story preview story, and it with the the big Ozark lineman down there that he did a story on, mm-hmm. and so uh, Leland t- turned out just like you said it would. Great game. Well, and uh, you know, we've got I've got a couple of good nuggets, and and Henry probably knows this from the Friday night game. Uh, the North Side stats just in the fourth quarter are just staggering and uh, they'll be in the uh in the preview story for friday night's game now if i think i got this right it, I, i'm pretty sure i saw this in henry's story or uh, the stat box or whatever sunquist <laughs> church had over 200 yards rushing in this game ty massey he put up just another average 140 yards. 140 so uh, that, so massey's been 140 140 140 yeah in his, <laughs> his game and there was uh Almost over 1,400 yards, total yards in that game. Wow. Um, about wow. 40 first downs. It was just ridiculously offensive. And what really, in 119 points, you know, and what really made this game, and, and that even more mind-boggling, is that it was in regulation. It was not an overtime. It almost yet. went to overtime. Yeah, don't I say mean, that. Me and, Should we, don't, we, don't, we, 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 that. We don't say that word. Me and Henry's that, looking that, at that each that other. That word ranks right down there with yeah. hook and ladder. Yes. <laughs> New league record. And new league record, yes. yes, yes. So, Leland had a great game. Leland, I had a great game up here, too, and it's one that Rick and I had talked about at length on Prep Rally uh, live. R- live. Uh, on tape? See, on tape. You, you, you can only I do can't. it once. He can only do it once. Uh, Sand Springs Page uh, came up here. That's a, you know, a 6A school just outside of Tulsa. A lot of great, great athletes. It looked like they had about 500 guys on their team. But the whole Shiloh sideline, I'm, I'm sorry, their Sand Springs sideline, from end zone to end zone was players, you know, because it's a real narrow sideline, you know, mm-hmm. and they're trying to distance each other if they can. But anyway, it was another great game, just like the one they played last year. 40-33, to 33, Sand Springs wins it. The big play in the game, Sand Springs, now twice in the fourth quarter, or in the second half, pretty sure it's the fourth quarter, though, their quarterback had gone for it on fourth down and, and uh, short, and Shiloh stopped them both times. With two minutes to go, Sand Springs has the ball fourth and three from its own 30. I saw that. Their coach looked around and said, we're going for it. We're going for it. And And they made it by by about an inch. By an inch. By about an inch. They thought they had him stopped at the line of scrimmage, and he he kept moving and kept moving and wiggled and and somehow found a little crease and and leaned forward enough to get that inch and got the first down, and they were able to to run out the clock from there and win 40-33. to What a great game. It's a great game. Shiloh led in this game 14-0 and 21-7. They also led 33-26 at one point in the second half, but couldn't, they just couldn't hang on. 
Well, you know what? That that's still a good game for them. But now they're headed to conference play. And, well, uh, yeah, and they're and that, that doesn't. Even, I mean, that that's a blip. I mean, they yeah. still win you know, well, double it's, digits. It's like the Sand Springs coach said at the end of the game. He goes, "This team's going to win a state championship again. No, nobody's going to stop this team." Wow. Yeah. Uh, and and they were good. They just now uh, a factor in the game though. Rick was Ben Baker did not play in the second half. He was injured. Could not play oh. in the second half. Now they brought in a sophomore, uh, Bo Williams. I think is, is, I think it's Bo Williams, uh, number twenty one. Anyway, and he had some nice runs. But Ben Baker, you know, senior. He does everything. He does everything, and he he's also very involved in the passing game. And so when he went out, that shallow offense kind of took a, a, a little hit there for sure. Is he okay? Uh, Is he going? Well, uh, you know, of course, after the game, when I, when I talked uh, when I talked to uh, Jeff Conaway, their football the coach at Shallow, he you know he didn't know anything at the yeah, time, but he didn't can. seem too concerned about it. He, he seemed to think he would be okay. Yeah. Um, so ho- you know, hopefully he will be. So those were the three of the major games that we had last week up here and in the River Valley. But something we got to mention is Siloam Springs hosted Pea Ridge. Uh, Hunter Talley for Siloam Springs. Rick, I believe he's your Northwest Arkansas Northwest Democrat. Arkansas player of the Northwest week. Player yeah. of the Week. Yeah. Accounted for seven touchdowns in that game, ran for five, and passed for two. Now, I wanted to make him because uh, uh, Siloam just barely lost to Harrison the yes, week before. Correct. And he had a really good game, and I want to give it to him, but, you know, their team still lost. Right. But, man, he, they took control, and five, he accounted for uh, five rushing touchdowns, threw for two, and uh, a Graham, uh, Graham, who covers them on a regular basis, said this kid is having a fantastic yeah, year. He is. And uh, they're starting conference play at uh, against Van Buren. So let's see how they do there. Go. Now you Quite could, a test. That could be another one of those uh, Harbor and Northside games. It Absolutely. could be a 63 50 whatever game. It could. Who, whoever covering it, hope not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that'd be well, Graham. Yeah. <laughs> whoever has the ball last, yeah. right? Uh, now, Leland wrote about Hunter Talley in the football section preview when he, he previewed the 6A classification, Hunter Talley being the most experienced quarterback in the in, in that conference this season as, com- as compared to last year when every team had a returning quarterback. This year, Talley, Leland, is this right? He was the only returning quarterback for any of the eight teams? Well, Grant Bearden also returns for Lake Hamilton, but he doesn't have nearly as much uh, say in the offense, obviously, as Hunter Talley did last year. Okay. So Hunter Talley is easily the most experienced and also the most impactful returning quarterback. Uh, you know, maybe even in 6A, although El Dorado's is very good, uh, but, you know, he may be the most impactful quarterback in Class 6A. There you go. He's there a big old boy, too, isn't he? Six- Four six five is he not? He's yeah, he's a good looking athlete, and he can throw it. He can run it because I think last week he had two hundred forty six yards rushing. Yeah, and, yeah, and he's on track. I mean, and I know conference play starting, the competition gets stiffer, but he's on track to have one of those two thousand one thousand type years for a quarterback because they are relying on him very very heavily and and rightfully so. Yeah, well, it's uh, th- what a great great game uh, that he had. And, uh, you know, so this week, everybody's going to be back in action. Uh, Good. Conference play starts for everybody. Uh, 7A West, 7A Central. Of course, we've already mentioned Northside's going to be hosting Bryant in in a huge, huge game. This will be the biggest conference game Northside's probably played in a a couple of years. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Mayo Thompson, 
uh, should be rocking. If it's not, I'll be highly disappointed if it's not rocking Friday night. Hey, Leland, it should it should be packed, uh, and uh, one of the breakout things or by the numbers that uh, that we'll have with that preview will be Northside's uh, results against number one ranked teams in the state for the past twenty five years. There you go. There you go. Hey, Leland, Leland, Leland bringing it like he always he does. He always does. So I'm going to ask him. Uh, you know, we concentrate up here on Northwest. I don't get to see the, uh, all of the state. But would you say Northside may be the, the surprise team in the upper classifications? I think so because they lost so much defensively, especially their front three. But, uh, you know, uh, two things. Coach Fuller said yesterday, one thing he's very interested in seeing is that um, – you know, he his team, he feels like they haven't competed against Bryant the last two years. He's interested in seeing how they compete with Bryant this year with this group, especially this group of seniors, because there are no superstars on this team. And, you know, Northside usually has a couple of those guys that stand out. Right. This team is really just um, – it's a pretty even-keel team, and – uh, a bunch of guys that just work hard, and they're playing with a little bit of a chip on their shoulders. So it's that game's going to be re- very, very interesting on Friday night. Good, now good, they may good. not have any superstars, but they got some really, really good players. A lot of teams would like. Right. Uh, the Bentonville game I mentioned. Uh, Bentonville will be at Springdale Harbor uh, for the six for the seven A West Conference opener. Should be a good game. Um, Harbor. We've talked about them offensively, defensively. Um, if they play like they did against Northside, they're going to give up about another 60 points yep. uh, to Bentonville. Because Bentonville, Northside's offense is good. Bentonville's <laughs> offense is really, really good. Tremendous, yeah. yes. And so uh, – Passing game and the running game. Both. They, are, they yes. Yeah, they have a good combination. So, um, anyway, and then, we, you know, of course, we have some other games, you know, all, games going on all across the area, conference play. Silent Springs, Van Buren should be a great 6A really game. Leland, I know you had mentioned last week that Greenwood's quarterback, what's his injury situation? Hunter Houston, what is his, uh, what's his injury situation? Well, according to Coach Young, he is, uh, he is progressing. Okay. Well, we'll leave that, that where it is. <laughs> I, uh, we'll see how much he's progressing. Yeah. Uh, if he does not start tomorrow night against Parkview, it'll be Slade Dean, a sophomore, who's very good. And then they've got another sophomore who threw five touchdown passes in a JV game Monday night against uh, Southside. So they're not going to change anything if they have to go with another quarterback. They will lack a little bit of experience, obviously. And, of course, they're going to be going up against a very good, a very athletic uh, team in Little Rock Parkview. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they can't just plug somebody in and expect to throw for 450 yards. But Greenwood is not going to have a drop-off like maybe a lot of teams would. And, Leland, we also need to mention that what you just said is not in error. The game is being played on Thursday night. The Greenwood Parkview game is Thursday night down in Little Rock, not a Friday game. It is a Thursday night game, the 6A West Conference opener for those two teams. So, well, we haven't even, uh, you know, gotten the Connor Stacy yet from Alma, who set a record. He did. He um, did. Last yeah. week, uh, as his dad watched from a uh, watched the live stream from a hospital room. Yep. So we got that. That's a that's a great story, and and uh, just you know all kinds of great stories out there. Um, 
you know, in, in, uh, in Leland, you know, you handle the River Valley stuff, and I know you, you know, you're standing on top of it down there. We're doing the, you know, doing the same thing up here. But always, you know, we encourage our listeners or whatever. If you, if you know of a good story, you know, let us know about it. And, uh, you know, no promises or anything, but we'd certainly take a look at it. And if you, if you have something good, if we feel like it's a good story, let us know about it. Absolutely. So we can't be everywhere. We got, uh, you know, we get as many people we can out there, but there's some school in, in the hitherlands may be a great story down there near Hartford or something that, or, that we don't know about. So, yeah, let us know. Please. Like the Lake Village Academy. We want to know about those. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, and, and Cedarville travels to Lavaca on Friday night. Lavaca's two and one, their That's best right. start in six years. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they're off to a good start. You know, last year was kind of a transition period for Lavaca. Coach Headley had decided to come back uh, into coaching again and a little transition there. They struggled a little bit. This year, you know, he's had, had time with the team. And, and Mark Headley is a good coach. Absolutely. He's a good coach. And so, and glad to have him, glad to see him back on the sideline again. He's one of ours. He's one of ours. Yep. Yes, he is. Absolutely. So that's, uh, Leland, I know you got to dip out of here um, a little bit early, and we're going to flip it over to Paul Boyd here and talk a little volleyball, because we got a little volleyball match going on tomorrow night that we'll want to talk about. Well, there's a, there's a big one. There's more than one big one, actually. Uh, I know the one you're talking about. The one you're talking about is... Harbor and Fayetteville. Are they playing tomorrow night? They are. That, they are. That's what I heard. Yep. <laughs> so, Leland, we'll check back with you again, of course, next week. Leland's always part of our podcast here, and we always love to have him bringing it every single time we have him on. Well, and don't forget the game at Southside on Friday night against Rogers because, you know, I think it's a foregone conclusion. We can all agree that Fayetteville, Bentonville, and Harbor are the top three teams in the 7A West but in are, some well, order. But are they? Could Rogers be in that mix? Well, and, and we'll see, and We're that starts on Friday night yeah, because yeah. that fourth spot, the winner on Friday night will have a good shot at hosting, I think, a, a first-round playoff game because that fourth spot is so important Yep. Yes. the way it's set up in 100%. 7A and 6A. Exactly. And, exactly. Lena, we know there, and we, this league has a history of uh, teams – Finishing fourth, winning state championship—that's happened a couple of times, right? Yeah, Fayetteville. Did it's it it's times. happened yeah. several times, yeah. including uh, Southside in 1983 when they knocked off, uh, you know, Parkview. There so that's go. that's a big game, and it's 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 going to be a contrast of styles. Of course, Southside's been throwing the ball so much, and then so, Rogers so had Ro a 404 well, yard rusher in but, the first game of the but, year. But Rogers can fling that ball too. You better, Kate, uh, Kate Seldomridge would be one of the best receivers in the 7A West. You yes. better believe it. You better believe it. It's interesting how many of those Rogers kids were also on that state championship baseball team. Yes. Yeah. Athletes. Yeah. yeah. Noah Goodshield, their quarterback, was yep. also their starting shortstop. Yes, he was. He's, he's off to a nice start this yeah. season. Yeah. So, Leland, we'll let you check out. We'll catch up with you later. Always fun. That was Leland Barclay down in the Fort Smith River Valley, always bringing it 100 miles an hour. Oh, every see, time this, is tip, this is what you love about Leland. I said some. Uh, yeah, fourth place team in this league one that had, and he goes back to 1983. Yep. I mean, I, I could go back maybe five years, but Leland's one of those, like, what do you call them? Historians, that he knows that stuff. I have no idea what happened in 1983. That's why I call him, he's the, the Sultan of Swats and the Guru of the Gridiron. That's, That's it. Exactly, exactly. So, Paul, let's flip it over and talk a little volleyball with the few minutes that we have left. We've got some big matches, but we're going to talk about the biggest match first, and that's going to be Harbor-Fayetteville Thursday night. What a great match this is. The defending state champion, Fayetteville, they've lost one time to an out-of-state 
team. Nixa, Nixa Missouri. Nixa, Missouri. Yes. Harbor is undefeated. Should be a – I don't know if – do volleyball have slobber knockers or do they have yeah, spi- spike fests or whatever they have? Whatever hey, it is, this is going to be it. <laughs> it it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That's yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. It's absolutely – you know, and it's interesting because I think both teams are very, very, very even. Yeah. I mean, you look at every aspect they have – they're very close in everything they do. You look at it, you know, serving, hitting, offense, defense. Gr- both teams have great setters. Uh, both teams play unbelievable defense. Uh, it'll, it's just going to be fun to watch. And I hope both teams show up and, and give their best effort. Because oh, sometimes, they will. Yeah. well, sometimes you, you know, every now and then you see it, uh, a big, big game and. Maybe. Doesn't live up to exactly. Yeah. Somebody doesn't quite. I don't see that happening th- yeah. Thursday though, uh, and this will only be round one. Okay, I I, I think uh, you could see this team. That's right, three times. Yeah, I, I think these teams could play. We know they're going to play twice. I think they could play three times. They could play three times. So hey, and you had a good game on Tuesday night down there. What about that? Uh, game? Absolutely, North Side. The uh, North Side. Lady Bears. Yep. Uh, back Against Cabot. Back getting a little healthier. There, they had a kid. They've had a couple of starters out for a bit, but they were back and uh, not at one hundred percent, but back on the floor. And and they came up with a big win over over Cabot uh, in four sets. Really, really played hard. Really hard fought the last two sets, especially between both teams. Now they are tied. Uh, they're in a three-way tie for second behind Conway. Okay. Cabot, Northside, and Mount St. Mary all tied it for second, and we are, as, as we've talked about before, Thursday ends the first round. First, of first con- half, yeah. First half of conference yep. play. Yeah. So, so some, some good, good, good volleyball going on in the area. We also want to mention that next week is uh, – we got state state girls golf, golf. coming up in six A. Um, I saw where Kil, the Kilk Grace Kilcrease at Harbor, what she shot a seventy one and a no like, no sixties sixties yeah. yeah I yeah. mean yeah absolutely like, blistered yes uh, the golf course that she was on at uh, Bella Vista Country Bella Club Bella Vista Country Club uh, to win the Confidence Classic that was sponsored or, or first tee first tee um, it's kind of tied in with the LPGA. Our, um, I can't remember, Outlier is the company that, that is putting on the LPGA tournament this week in Rogers. I think Outlier um, was involved in this, the Confidence Classic, and so it was boys and girls both. Uh, Bentonville boys won the boys' title. I'm not sure did Harbor, did Harbor, Harbor, won, Harbor won the girls' yeah. title. Yeah. Um, but the story was Grace Kilcrease, the next rising girls golfer in this area, maybe the next Brooke Matthews, you know, we don't know. Um, but anyway, um, uh, girls state golf will be played here in northwest arkansas i believe at lost springs, springs, springs in, in uh, little flock slash yes. rogers yes that'll be in a couple weeks the boys um we were under the pressure it was going to be played down at cabot i talked to kent early a couple weeks ago and he said well that may be maybe moved to Dan- to uh, dardanelle so we don't know we don't not not for sure yet on that. We need to verify that, but that'll be a week or so after the girls' state tournament. So we got that going on. Uh, also, some other sports going on. We got the cross country, the Chili Pepper Festival, uh, always the big cross country event, non conference, non state cross country event for our high school runners. That'll be next week in Fayetteville. They're going to run the college portion of that meet on Friday night. 
They'll run the high school portion of that event uh, on Saturday, in, like normal. But, but no fans. No fans. No fans. For the high school portion. For the high school portion of it. Or for the high school yeah, or college. Yeah. What I read was just for the high school portion, okay. there will be no fans. No fans. Um, so we've got cross country coming up. Now, their state meet will not be until first week of November Correct. Uh, down in Hot Springs at Oakland Park. But that's that's going on right now. Cross country is happening. Volleyball, we've mentioned. Tennis. Golf and tennis. Tennis coming tennis. up. They'll have a conference meet. I believe it's going to be at Memorial Park in Bentonville. I believe Con- that's right. Conference is at Harbor. State is at State is Bentonville. at Memorial Park in Bentonville. Bentonville. Okay, so Harbor will host the 6A West Conference. Bentonville Memorial Park will host the 6A State for tennis. So got that going on. So fall sports are, uh, for some of these, going to be coming to a Yeah, starting to wind yeah. down for a couple of them. Of course, football season hits the first of conference this week. And so it'll be a seven-week grind uh, for that. And the, but, Rick, this is the only games that matter now. It's, this is it, yes. So just uh, get ready and go. But we're ready. I mean, last year we were disrupted by everything. We were wanting games. Now we got all kind of sports that that's we right. need. That's and, right. And we're happy about it. That's Absolutely. It. That is right. So that's it for this week's edition of Prep Riley, the podcast. Don't forget, if you're not a subscriber to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, we'd love to have you be part of our team. You can be a subscriber by going online at nwaonline.com. Click on the subscribe button, and that will walk you through it. And we'd love to have you be part of the team. If you want the best in sports coverage prep-wise, U of A, all kinds of prep coverage, we have it all in the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. From Waldron to Omaha and from Lamar back to Van Buren. I'm not sure, but that's a 12-county area, and uh, that's more than just a couple schools. One from almost a one state line to the other state. There you go. Almost. Yeah, almost. So if you're not a subscriber, again, nwaonline.com. Click on the subscribe button, and you can join our team and catch the best in all sports news, photography. Everything we have to offer is theirs for you. Like We'd love for you to be part of the team. So I'm Chip Souza for Paul Boyd, Ricky Fires, and Leland Barclay down in River Valley. Thanks for being with us, and we'll catch you next time on Prep Rally, the podcast. The Prep Rally Podcast is produced and directed by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Find us on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher.